Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to Mental Health Casual. I'm your host, Lucky, and today we're talking about anger. But before we get into that, first off, if you guys are new here, uh, welcome. It This is basically what I do here. I just go to different... Um, God, I'm really blanking out today. I didn't have my second cup of coffee, and uh, I'm feeling it now. Now I'm angry. No. Uh, <laughs> I basically go to different subreddits that have anything to do with mental health. And just give some general generalized advice, although, um, you know, I'm not a professional by any stretch of the imagination, so please feel free to take my advice with a grain of salt or apply it to your life however you see fit. So as I said, we are going over to the anger subreddit, and excuse me, one of the things that I've, you know, noticed throughout my relationship with my father, right, uh, it usually comes back to my father at some point, you know, um, but one of the things that happens that I saw in him was this uh, inability to control his anger, uh, and I find that a lot of guys have problems controlling their anger, and what used to happen, at least this is what my opinion is, evolutionarily speaking, I think we evolved to like if you if you look at the way that males act in the wild or, uh, male uh males of the mammalian species how about that um typically they're put in line by somebody that is of a higher power than them an alpha male of some sort um now back in my grandpa's days uh you know these people you know the, the boys would get in fights all the time to the point where uh, a lot of community centers would have boxing rings. They would teach them how to box so they can get their aggression out, or they join the football team, or they do this, or they do that. Because um, I find that a lot of uh, guys typically are the ones that will respond out in anger, like when, or, sorry, respond out in violence whenever they get angry. Um, and which can be very dangerous. You know, I, I mean, obviously, you can get to the point where you know, lawsuits are, are, are made, all that kind of stuff. I mean, you know, this isn't, this isn't like the wild west where you could, you know, you could go out and, and do a, do like a, and draw your pistols. And, you know, that was, that was the end of it. You know, it's like, Oh, whoever, whoever lives to see the, the <laughs> to see another day is, I guess, going to keep going, you know, um, you know, they get written uh, about in the history books, I guess. So yeah, there, <laughs> it's not quite like that nowadays. So, uh, keeping your anger in check is a very key part of living in the world today. So anyway, why don't we go over to the, um, to the first post here. It says, I'm new to Reddit and expressing things in general. I have a lot to talk about, but I, I want to start by asking a few simple things. What does it mean when you can't, st- actually, why don't we answer these in, uh, in order? So what does it mean when you can't stand to see people you don't know hurting you, hurting uh, but you also want to hurt those that wrong you. Okay, hold on. What 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 does it mean when you can't stand to see people you don't know hurting, but you also want to hurt those that wrong you? Um, I mean that's a pretty normal response. I would feel like. Um, so I'm assuming you're you're asking how come you can have empathy for people you don't even know, but the people who hurt you, you want to hurt. Um, that seems like a natural response. Um, now, obviously more people, there are some people that are more empathetic than others. Some, you know, some people even feeling the pain of those, uh, that, you know, they don't even know. So there is that. Um, but you know, you also want to hurt the, those that wrong you. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's a pretty normal response, you know, when that, and that's, that's, uh, that's, that's always like the key part of, anger that i always i always have to catch myself in guys 
Um, and if you guys ever have trouble with anger, you got to catch it before it starts. Meaning, um, if you let yourself say that thing under your breath or you let yourself, you know, um, lash out because of your emotions at that point, man, are you going to, you know, there's a possibility this could escalate very quickly. Um, you know, whenever somebody comes after me or anything like that, I mean, I don't have it happen a whole lot, but you know, when people, when like customers would come after me or something like that. Um, now granted, I, this is one thing I will critique myself on. I had a bad habit of saying sorry a lot. Um, I don't think that helps anybody. And in fact, I think all it does is make you seem like a lesser of a person. So it makes it seem like you're easier to just, you know, walk all over. So it makes them want to walk over you more. Um, just like if you're bullied, if you just keep on saying, you know, sorry, or you keep on kneeling to people, well, they're going to want to bully you more. Um, it's just, it's, it's like, unfortunately, it seems like a reflex sometimes of people. So if they see somebody they can step over and it's easier, then they're just going to choose the easier route. That's the thing about humans. We're very lazy for the most part. So if we find an easier option, we're probably going to take the easier option by default. But obviously, if you train yourself to take the harder roads, you know, that can obviously uh, happen as well. Um, but yeah, so in terms of this, uh, you always want to catch yourself like the first moment you, f you feel your anger. You don't want to start lashing out at people. You want to start asking yourself, why am I feeling so angry at this person? Especially when it is now, if it's something that's continued to go on and on and on, obviously you need to address it, right? Or else it's just going to keep going on and on. But if it's somebody that like just says, uh, maybe it's just a customer that just seems really, really, like you've seen them, you just saw them today, like you've never seen them before. And they're a little like, they're, they're, you know, maybe in a rush. You know, that's the other thing is people, when they're angry, they forget to look at the context of things. And maybe this person was just in a rush this whole time. Uh, and all of a sudden they're just like, they're just, oh, I don't have time for this. And they just walk out. Right. Uh, I've had like three people do that to me in, in retail before. And, uh, you know, it is what it is, right? Like, you know, that's, you know, you could say like, oh, well, I mean, you shouldn't, uh, if you didn't have time for this and maybe you should have thought it out clearer or anything like that. Right. You can think about all of that kind of stuff, but, um, I always try and, I always try and think about, okay, why am I so angry at this person? Because this isn't a normal anger response, right? Like I've never met this person before. And the fact that I'm so angry at this person makes me think that there's something going on in my life that I need to address. That's usually where I start to stem back from. I find that anger a lot of times is reflective of the way that we feel inside. Okay, well, no, duh, sorry. I <laughs> sounded very, very simple, but let me let me explain. Um, a lot of times we have stuff that we don't even realize is, is affecting us. Like I think of it as like a parasite, like eating away at us. And all of a sudden, you know, instead of us responding with uh, curiosity or anything like that, we respond with a parasite instead. Like, you know, what, you know, just, just completely uh, out of anger and out of spite. And so, and, and especially in situations where you wouldn't usually do that. So um, I always try and catch myself right when I'm angry. So right when I'm angry, I identify that I'm angry and I make sure that I don't act on that anger. Granted, uh, sometimes, you know, I don't say the best responses either, right? Like, cause you know, sub subconsciously, I think sometimes our speech is, uh, a lot of times our speech is affected by the way that we're thinking at that moment. So it can be kind of tough. Um, don't get me wrong. And this is where I like to, you know, it goes back to that old mantra. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Um, I do believe for me, that actually does work sometimes because there are some times where if I'm allowed to speak, 
I have some things to say and I, that it could, you know, and I'm looking, I, I'm not looking for, um, you know, I'm not looking for a little scratch the surface, you know, scratch the surface of your feelings. Oh, you're so bad. Like I'm looking to, you know, get a freaking nail gun and nail that nail those uh, insults in. So anyway, why don't we go over to the next question? So remember this is, these are a couple of questions they're asking. So, um, yeah, in terms of, you know, why I think those are two completely separate things, you know, once you're hurt by somebody, of course, you're, you're going to have that initial reaction to want to hurt the, hurt them. Um, but it just probably means that you're an empathetic person. Um, but you probably have a sense of, um, I know a lot of people who have this strong sense of justice to them where they will not let something go unless justice is done. Um, and God bless them for it, but I can also get you to the point where you become, you start to take things into your own hands, like the vigilante lifestyle, but not obviously not to that extent, but um, to the point where you just let, can't let things go. Anyway, let's go to the next one here. Uh, does wanting to emotionally hurt people that hurt you, especially by embarrassing them, make you a piece of crap? Uh, obviously, I used another word there, but um, no. But if you act on it, then yes. So wanting to emotionally hurt people that hurt you, especially by embarrassing them, does that make you a piece of crap? Uh, no. Wanting to do that is a very normal response. Actually doing it, I think, I, in my opinion, it does make you a piece of crap because you're you're letting your emotions uh, guide you in this thing, and you have to be very careful about that. Um, now, if you are like a sociopath and you feel no guilt or anything like that, um, I guess. I wouldn't say have at it, but, you know, I, maybe you won't have as many uh, of the terrible consequences of feeling guilt and all that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, for most people, I, I usually would say that be careful about this because um, all it does is make you want to lash out at people. Um, and I find that just not uh, it, it's not it's not about like not caring either of course you're going to care about things of course you're gonna if somebody calls you like fat or something like that or if somebody calls you uh stupid or, or something like that you know uh, i'm trying to keep it as pg as possible right now um but if somebody says all this kind of stuff to you obviously you're gonna feel something right like it's, it's you're not like a robot um but and this is why i i tell this is why i talk a lot about controlling your uh, not controlling your emotions but Listening to your emotions, but not letting those emotions control you, you know? And like I said before, your emotions are a lot like a little kid. They want your attention. They want your attention. They want to tell you that something's wrong. And listen, you listen to them, right? You, it's not like you, you know, it's not like a little, you know, a little kid comes up to you and says, oh, I have a scab on my shoulder. And you just like, oh, go deal with it. Like, no, no, no. Hey, okay. Well, let me see it. Okay. You just need a Band-Aid or, you know, let's put some Neosporin on it. And go get a Band-Aid, you know, all that kind of stuff, right? You still listen to them, but if you let them, you know, hey, I have a scab. I'm going to pick it. No, you tell them, no, don't freaking pick it. What are you doing? Stop picking your scabs. Um, and, and, you know, like I said, if you let the kids run the house, right, what, is, what happens, right? The candy jar is open. Um, you know, there's, you know, they're doing, you know, running around naked, all this kind of stuff. It's, there's no rules, right? <laughs> and the thing, same thing with emotions. If you just... If you just rule with emotions and you just live your life with emotion, uh, emotionality, your emotions are very fickle and your emotions are a lot like a storm. They come and go. So if you're expecting your emotions to dictate everything, 
that's a very dangerous proposition. So anyway, no matter what emotions, even the even the positive emotions, be very careful about those too. They can uh, sometimes get to the point where you know um, they 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 where you start to throw rationality away. Okay. Anyway, um, so why is it so hard to change my compulsivity, even though I know it's killing me? Because you're so it's become habitual. Um, that would be my guess. Uh, you know, I I got to be so. I got so used to being angry at things or I got so used to acting out on my anger that I would typically just get to the point where um, it was almost like a, a knee jerk response, right? I would just snap at people. It, it was, it was very like the minute I felt anger, I was like, Oh, I know what to do in this, in this situation. Just snap at people. You know um, I know a lot of people who probably listen to this and know me probably would not think that about me. But it was very common to me, like especially with people I knew, um, that was a big, the probably one of the biggest problems. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I mean, you can, you can. It's hard to change your compulsivity, even if you do know that it's it's hurting you, right? Um, uh, one way that I kind of learned to change this was to address the things. Uh, one thing that I just, I always notice this is whenever people are angry, there's more going on there than just the initial, uh, than just the initial like thing, right? That's happening. You'll, you'll find that a lot, man. If you delve deep into somebody that's very angry, you'll find something else. You'll, you'll always find something else. That's just my opinion. I, I, I don't know if that's like theoretically correct or anything like that. That's just my opinion. I always find that somebody that's very angry typically has something else going on, you know, especially if it's like a, if it now, if it's like a huge thing, right? Like you destroyed, I don't know, you destroyed their, uh, you crashed into them, you hurt their, you know, obviously that's, a, that elicits a, a real anger response, right? Um, but if it's like you're at the store and I don't know, you end up, uh, I don't know, cutting, like you end up getting in line and somebody just yells at you like, oh, the line starts here, you know, that kind of stuff. There's probably something else going on with them than just, you know, they, they're probably not really that mad at that. That was just a straw that broke the camel's back. But the, the problem is if you're always walking around with, uh, you know, uh, what was, uh, oh, William, William, uh, God, I cannot remember his name right now off the top of my head. He's part of the Navy SEALs. Anyway, I had him on my show a while back. Um, but anyway, he was uh, part of like the Navy SEALs. And one of the things that he noticed when he got out of uh, service um, was they are active duty, I guess. Uh, one of the things I, he noticed was he was always at like a high temperature in terms of like anger point. So he was like, you know, I, he was always at like, I don't know, like, let's just say like I use a random number, like 200 degrees. And he was just always at that. So it would only take a little bit for him to just go off the freaking rails. I think it was William Branham or something like that. Anyway, he um, then he said, he was like, you know what? Once he took, started taking like CBD, that might be an option for anybody out there. Um, but once he started taking CBD, he ended up bringing down his temperature to a point where if somebody did anger him like they did last time, it would just bring him up to, you know, a not boiling point, but getting up there. Right. So he could, he could deescalate the, the, the situation. So getting your, your natural point of, of, um, getting, getting back to like an actual natural point of not being in a fight or flight mode. Cause think about it. Anxiety is a lot like, uh, the flight version of that. And then anger is a lot like the fight version of it for the most part. Right. Like in, in anxiety, typically it's, it's out of fear. So you want to fly away. You want to that fight or flight mode is is in effect, but typically you want to fly or you freeze. 
with anger, you typically want to fight or you freeze, right? So, um, you know, and dude, I mean, you can get so tired of it, it. It gets so tiring being angry all the time. So be real careful about using that as your, uh, I know a lot of people who tend to use it as like a, a type of uh, motivation to go to the gym or something like that. I, I personally think that a, a healthier motivation is just to want to be healthier. So uh, anyway, let's go over to the next, uh, the next question or last question here. I could go on. Oh, okay. Never mind. I could go on and on and uh, on, but I want this to be an introductory post. I have a lot more to post. I just need to articulate and think more about it. So awesome. Uh, awesome questions, by the way. I think that was a great way to start it off, although we are almost uh, out of time. So uh, I still, I'll, I'll give, uh, I'll give like two or three more uh, posts uh, a chance. You know, I, I think that's, that was an awesome introductory though. Um, really good questions, by the way. Really, really good questions. Um, let's see. The next post says, uh, my brother's anger issues. My brother is a complete psycho. Sorry. I just, I wasn't expecting it to start off that hard. Um, today I'm 11, so I'm living with him. My mother got pizza and I was getting a game. One thing led to another. And I, and I said, he was rude, nothing else. And he said, I'm going to punch your, punch you in your effing face while charging at me. He then punched me in the arm, not to mention he's way older than me. Um, okay. So this is. This is a little tough, right? Especially when you have a, a, a brother that's older than you. Um, this, like I said from the last post, there's a lot more probably going on with your brother at this point. I, I, I'm i going to be real with you. I really don't remember a whole lot of what it was like to be. I, I'm going to assume that he's, your brother's maybe 17, 16. And I'll tell you what, man, I'm a completely different human being than I was like back then. Dude, it almost seems like I'm a different species than I was back then. Just from the the crazy stuff that was going on, all the porn I was watching, all the dude, I was I was a mess, dude. I was just a mess of hormones, dude. I I don't even know. Um now there wasn't really a question in here or anything like that. Um so uh I think that listen, you're very young, but if you have them, if you can, you know, gain the maturity to cons confront your brother, or if you feel like you need to uh, start defending yourself, you know, maybe start looking at some jujitsu, maybe start looking. And by the way, notice how I said start looking at some jujitsu like videos and stuff, or start looking at uh, how to defend yourself in terms of like uh, boxing and all that stuff. Uh, I'm not saying you have to like beat the crap out of your brother, but uh, a lot of times I find that brother bro that, uh, brothers what the fuck did i just say uh excuse, excuse my language sorry um but one of the things that i noticed is sometimes um you know i never had this relationship with my brother because we're we're like 11 years apart but one of the things that i've noticed in some other brothers uh relationships is man they will keep walking all over you and i don't i don't know what it is I, i'm assuming it's just something with the male mind or something like that but they will just keep walking all over you until you you put them in uh, until you like you finally you know, fight back. And sometimes the mother won't even like notice this until the one, the younger one or the one that's getting bullied all the time. Finally, um, you know, finally comes out and, you know, does something about it. And I'm just going to tell you this. Um, you can do something about it in terms of the physicality. You can bring this up to your mother. If she doesn't seem to be doing anything like that, then, and I know you're very, very young, but like I said, sometimes we have to take things into our own hands when it comes to this kind of stuff. Um, like I said, it doesn't mean you have to go, you have to go beat them up. It doesn't mean you have anything like that just to defend yourself, you know? Um, cause you know, if he says he's going to punch you in your, in your face, right. Um, 
Now, he did punch you in the arm, but if he does go uh, go for your face, you know, you might want to learn how to defend yourself and make sure that it doesn't, you know, something like that doesn't happen, right? Because, um, you know, e- even though he's your brother, you don't want to get punched in the face. I mean, I don't care how old you are. That's not exactly a, a great uh, thing for your future. So um, just figuring out how to defend yourself would be a great, uh, a great way to go about it. Um, joining a sports club or something like that. Get, do something to, to get your... Um, Get your physicality up there as well so that you can you can deal with these things in a rational way. I know he is your older brother, so I don't want to make it seem like this is all on your shoulders or anything like that, right? I'm not trying to say that at all. Um, but like I said, you uh, sometimes we need to take things into our own hands when we're talking about this, whether it be a bully at school, whether it be... Because, um, you know, they, we have these, like, weird... There's so many of these weird um, uh, rules now where if uh, somebody attacks your kid, like I, this is just what, I'm, what I've heard, like from third-hand experience, but our second-hand experience. But you know, if somebody attacks your kid and you attack them back, or your kid attacks them back, like out of self-defense, all of a sudden your kid gets in trouble. It's like, how? What? What kind of world are we living in? Where did this come from? Right? I'm not saying that we should all just spawn into violence or you know start going, you know, motivating kids to be violent all the time. But you know, if somebody if somebody goes after my kid, I want him to have the 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 um my blessing to say I, I i want them to I, like if i had a kid right i would want them to have my blessing and say hey if somebody hits you you have the right to to defend yourself in whatever way you see fit right um and i would hope as a father that i taught him how to defend himself at that point um to a reasonable degree so you know just something to, to think about um uh, but then again like i said you're very young um but you know you don't want this to escalate to the point where he's like full super bullying you um, I've, I have seen some brothers do this and uh, not, not, not a whole lot to be real with you. Um, but yeah, either way, um, you know, looking up, how look up how to defend yourself and, you know, just make sure that you're, you learn how to defend yourself so that not only you don't get hurt, but your brother doesn't get hurt either. So, cause if you don't know how to like defend yourself and you end up like throwing a wild punch or something like that. Oh man, dude, that so, some of the wildest punches that I ever see are people who don't know how to fight but they throw their all into a punch and you know, the, the technique sucks and all that kind of stuff. They break their hand, but they break the hand on your, on your face. So <laughs> it can be, it can be pretty bad. So anyway, let's go to the last post here. I think I'm addicted to anger, but it motivates me. Oh, actually we were, we were just talking about that a little bit a while ago. All right. Uh, recently I just found out the girl I had a crush on is with somebody else and it makes me angry. Not at them, but probably myself, uh, probably myself mostly. Even though this is just recently, the re- the feeling of rage always motivated me to do better. Now finding out this news, I've been motivated. I've been more motivated when I'm whenever uh, I'm angry. Should I be worried about this? Y- yes, um, because you're using your anger as a fuel source. Using your anger as a fuel source is not a great idea because when we are um, when when we're talking about the the many fuel sources we can use in our lives. Um, emotions are not a great fuel source to have. Emotions are a great, like, fire starter, right? Those little white cubes that you get over at the, at the you know, supermarket or something like that to start the fire. You light them on fire. Then what happens next, right? You have charcoal or you have wood, um, and they light on fire. And the thing is, you keep putting more wood on and... See, you don't just you don't just like start a fire. You don't just have like a bunch of fire starters and expect that to uh, expect that to like to 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 cook your meat or you know 
keep you warm or whatever. Because uh, those go out very quickly. The thing that keeps the fire going is what you want to use to continue uh, to continuously um, to keep this up, right? Um, you can use a fire starter, right? Like you can use your initial anger. Like you know, I, I know one of my friends right now is using the anger of a of a of a breakup to like you know motivate them to to go to the gym, you know, and do better for themselves. Awesome, right? But if they continuously use that anger and um, as the main fuel source, like it can come back every now and then. Like, you know, I remember I woke up one day and I had like, uh, I don't know if you guys know, know who David Goggins is. He's this uh, really intense dude. But I woke up and he, he I heard his voice because it was like 430. I was like, I, I actually didn't have to drive my mom in. And I was like, oh, do I really want to go to the gym today? And I just kept on hearing him say this line from one of his YouTube videos. It's like, don't be a, you know, B word, uh, you know, um, you know, don't embrace, don't embrace the uh, mediocrity. What's wrong with you, dude? <laughs> Just really intense. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I gotta get up. I gotta get up and do this stuff, bro. <laughs> also, I'm gonna keep hearing this crazy, crazy fool's uh, voice in my head. But you know, in, listen, that can come back in every every now and then. But if you're just constantly using that anger as as the as the the fuel source, the thing that keeps the fire going, then you know your fire is not gonna last too long. You know, you're or it's gonna be very expensive to keep going. Uh, meaning you're going to have to keep finding things to be angry about. So, yeah, like I said, be very careful about keeping that anger, um, you know, keeping uh, using that anger as your main fuel source. Um, because I don't know, man, there's there's just so many things that can go wrong with it. Um, you know, there can be what happens when you're caught on you're, you're caught on a calm day. I mean, what happens then? Do you get yourself angry again? Like what happens then? So. Yeah, there's a lot of reasons why I don't particularly like to use uh, anger as the main driving force. But, you know, um, if you want to use this to make yourself better, listen, I know a lot of people have used it as a, as the catalyst to make themselves better uh, when they're when they're rejected by a girl or, you know, something like that. So, you know, best of luck with you, man. Best of luck with all of the people in here. I know I didn't get to too many posts, but I thought the first one was just I had some really good questions in it, so I wanted to address those. And also, you know my ranting nature. Anyway, guys, remember you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the description box down below. Also, if you'd like to email me, you can email me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.